R E A R E A R E A R E A Audio Reemployability. We're continuing to celebrate the positive impact that employers are having on the lives of injured workers this year. Today, we're visiting with Lindsay Bressy, the Transition to Work Program Coordinator here at Reemployability. Lindsay is currently administering our work from home program, something that's really exploded over the past two years. She'll share a story of an injured worker who utilized the work from home program and is super grateful for the opportunity her employer gave her. Lindsay Bressy is our guest. Lindsay, thanks so much for being with us on REA Audio. As you know, we're doing some success stories uh, because we're rolling into the holidays right now. And it's nice to know that uh, people are being able to get back to work and, and be able to make their lives better through not only our program, but, but programs that employers have put in place that care about bringing their people back. And, and I love talking to you. I, I talked to, to Nate last week and Nate gave us some great stories the past couple weeks and and you've been with reemployability for quite a few years if you don't mind just tell us a little bit about what you've done in the past how long you've been here because you have a, a lot of great stories under your belt yeah so I'm actually coming up on my six-year anniversary in January um, I actually started out as a temp here at reemployability making placements and then once I was onboarded full-time I became a team lead for the placement representatives and some client services and then shortly after that I became the company trainer where I would mostly work with our new hires um, and help them develop their job skills here. And then most recently, my current role is the Transition to Work Program Coordinator. So my primary focus has been to really continue to build and expand our work from home program. So work from home, that's a that's kind of a buzzword now, right? Not yeah. only do we hear it in normal terms with working with clients, you know, are you back at work yet? Are you still working from home? Is it a hybrid? Uh, so for office workers, it's, it's a big buzzword. Uh, a lot of the people that we work with, however, don't necessarily always have that option. During the pandemic, they were folks that were uh, essential employees. I hate that term because I think everybody that's working is essential. But with their roles, it, it placed them in a position where they had to be out and about and didn't always have opportunities to work at home. But we're starting to build a program, uh, actually expand on a program that we have that allows people like that to do their transition to work at home. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing? Yes. Yeah, so um, when I took over this role, we had a, a fairly small pool of nonprofit partners that we would use for remote purposes. Um, it's kind of the new way of life, I think, you know, being able to work from home. It's become the new norm given, you know, recent events in the pandemic. Um, and what I've been doing is reaching out to new and existing nonprofit partners who might have only offered traditional placements and discussing alternative ways to get individuals involved, whether it's a preference that they want to work from home or if it might be they're in a rural area where there might not be a lot of nonprofit partners. So just kind of it's like a big brainstorming session with nonprofits, like what do they need? What do we need? How can we collaborate and make it beneficial for all involved parties and to give the injured worker a meaningful experience as well? The big question we get from clients all the time is what are they doing while they're at home? So can you tell <laughs> us a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so a lot of our uh, work from home opportunities right now are administrative based. So sometimes it's data entry kind of work, sometimes it's outreach for nonprofits. Um, 
the biggest focus for the nonprofits that we currently use are just connecting with individuals in need and seeing what kind of you know, maybe financial aid or housing assistance they could use, and then connecting the, them to the appropriate resources for that. So you don't necessarily have to know how to do pivot tables in Correct. an Excel spreadsheet, right? Right. So we have an array of nonprofit partners that can accommodate different skill set levels. So depending on the individual's um, maybe level of being comfortable using a computer or a phone, we can partner them with an appropriate nonprofit who can provide additional training if needed. So the nonprofit is usually the ones that handle that training? Yes. Does the nonprofit also use people as volunteers to do this work that aren't necessarily coming from reemployability? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not something that they just instantly made up for us. Right. It's something that's that's kind of ongoing kind of for them ongoing. that we're able to, to help su- supply folks. Right. For, right. So it's a, it's a combination of both. Some mm-hmm. of our nonprofit partners already had those types of programs in place. Others, it was kind of a collaboration between reemployability and that nonprofit to come up with work for the individuals. So tell us about your success story. I'm excited to hear. Okay, great. Yeah. So this, um, my success story that I want to share today, it's a lady named Dana, and she is based out of California. Um, Dana, actually, her referral came in to us as a traditional placement. So our team of placement representatives was looking for an assignment, and usually what we do is we try to find one as close to home as possible. But given her kind of rural location, there weren't as many nonprofit partners readily readily available, and we want to do everything that we can to set our volunteers up for success. So um, we did actually find Dana a physical placement near her residence, and then she received a no driving restriction. So kind of the next steps, what do we do from here if she can't physically go to a nonprofit? We were in discussions with her employer and her adjuster, and her adjuster actually was the one who recommended maybe we pursue an at-home assignment for Dana. Uh, So I actually spoke with Dana just to kind of let her know about the program, what to expect, and get a sense of her skill set and and even her interest in doing nonprofit work. So it's important, we were, right? Right, yeah. yes. I think they get a lot more out of that when they're actually interested in the work that they yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. Um, so in speaking with Dana, she was really agreeable to the program. She was really excited for the opportunity. Um, really grateful, actually, that her employer and adjuster were thinking of different ways to get her back on that path to recovery. So we partnered her with a California-based nonprofit where she could do all of her work from home um, and she was a full-time employee as well and the nonprofit that we connected her with their mission is to help seniors veterans and people with disabilities in need so what Dana would do is she would help manage the hotline she would take incoming calls or she would record voicemails and then follow up with those individuals just to have a conversation and sometimes that's all that's all they needed was just to have someone to talk to Mm -hmm. Um, other times she would you know, detail the outcomes of those phone conversations and then connect them to the appropriate resource that they needed. Um, I actually have a quote that I would like to share from Dana. Um, So I actually had a recent follow-up with her where I was just talking about her experience just to see how things were going. That's something that we like to do here is just check in on the progress. So she mentioned to me that uh, though the work is sometimes emotionally draining, she's She has found it to be extremely rewarding and humbling. Uh, She said, I wish everyone could do this kind of work. It really puts things into perspective. The experience I'm getting is unparalleled to any I've ever had. It's an indescribable feeling when you're able to just listen to them and give them hope. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And and how can you argue with that 
type of experience for somebody actually getting them back to work quicker, right? Because that's ultimately the goal. Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little, what was her, when you first communicated with her about what she was going to be doing, was there some resistance there? Actually, there wasn't. Oh, so good. she, it almost sounded as if she was expecting my call. Right. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> so yes, right? her, yeah. her employer and her adjuster were both very hands-on throughout the whole process, mm -hmm. just explaining to her, you know, we're looking for modified work for you to do with a local nonprofit. Reemployability might be calling you to ask some questions. So when I called her, she was very excited about it. Um, very open to answering my questions. She had a couple questions of her own. Mm -hmm. So it was just a nice conversation to kind of get on that same page. And again, we just want to set them up for success. So anything we can do to ease that feeling of, you know, uncertainty or anxiety or stress that they might have, you know, given the situation that they're in, we, we want to make sure that they're happy and successful. What was her role before when she, before, when she got injured? So she was a housekeeping manager. Okay. So mm -hmm. not somebody that was normally on a computer all day, right. right? Pretty physical work that she did. Correct. Right. And how long ago was this? When, when did she get into the program? Do you so recall? she's probably been in our program for about 60 days. 60 um, days. Okay. And that was, she started, again, she started out with a traditional placement, mm -hmm. um, but she's only been with Marnice, um, which is our nonprofit partner, for less than 30 days okay. so far. So it seems to me, as, as is the case with every new client that we talk to, we want to make sure that the ultimate end goal of the client is to get the injured worker back to work as quickly and safely as possible. <laughs> There is sometimes some questions. We, we hear this, gosh, we hear it from transportation companies all the time. Well, uh, you know, my injured worker is a truck driver and he doesn't have any experience or she doesn't have any experience doing work from home type of things, customer service type of experience. But yet I feel like we are able to identify some of those skill sets that maybe the employer doesn't know about. Right. So if anybody's listening right now and might have in their head someone that they think actually might fit into this program, what's the best way for them? them to find out more? Um, they can certainly always reach out to me, or if they have already been assigned to a client service representative, they'll be able to start the discussions on that program, okay. and I'm more than happy to jump in and discuss it too. So just ask your client service representative if you're currently working with reemployability to talk to Lindsay, and Lindsay will answer any questions that you have. If you haven't worked with reemployability in the past, you're welcome to email me directly. It's Todd at reemployability.com, and I'll make sure I hook you up with an account manager that can uh, help you on your path to getting folks back to work quicker. Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you, uh, I know you have another story that we want to share. We're running short on time, so will you come back next week? Absolutely. Fantastic. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you. Thanks for listening this week to REA Audio. If you have any comments or suggestions for an upcoming episode, please let us know. You can email Todd, that's T-O-D-D, at reemployability.com. Also, please follow REA Audio on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out more content at listentorea.com. Now, next week, we'll continue to talk with Lindsay and find out more about the increasing number of nonprofits that are coming on board with our Work From Home program. They are truly giving hope to injured workers this holiday season. We'll see you next week. Have an outstanding day. Outstanding day.